Welcome to the Cosmic Valkyrie Podcast. I'm Lynn Louise, your business coach and Cosmic Valkyrie. In this podcast, you will receive the tips and tools you need to call in your soul clients with flow and ease. Leaving behind the hard work and hustle of the paycheck to paycheck lifestyle that comes along with employee mindset. I share significant ancient wisdom that I retrieve as a shapeshifter when traveling dimensions in non-linear time. Wisdom that I then merge with brain science and strategy to give you the CEO cosmic skill set you need to scale your business through gathering your unique community that you came to earth to work with. You will learn how to reclaim and harness your personal power and manifest a better quality of life for you, your friends and family, and your clients. Thanks again for joining me and listening. Now on with the show. Before we get started, just let me state my standard disclaimer that all the answers on this podcast and in general are for informational and educational purposes only and in no way a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. Hey, (laughs) let's talk about some money stuff. But before we get started, that's a big bottle. I like it. I I, like it. I had to take a drink of water, but I want to tell you this. So my office sits over two of my neighbors so I can, they talk amongst themselves from their patios often. And my windows face them so I can often hear their conversations in the morning. And so this morning, they were talking about something in the sky. One neighbor was like, I have a telescope, but I'm always looking at the sky and this and that and the other. And the other one was like, yeah, I know there's some weird stuff happening. And he was talking about, they were talking back and forth about something that happened last night that was... um, a red thing in the sky and then it like moved and it was definitely not um, anything that was identifiable. Right. And one was like, I just don't, I've lived here all my life and I just don't know what's going on. I've never seen anything like that before. And he's probably close to my age, 56, 60. And my first thought was perception. Mm. Now, yeah. We had the big news, you know, about aliens, like the U.S. is like, yeah, we, it's true. Been in contact for a while. <laughs> we did it. Cats we out of the bag. Right. All right. <laughs> like it was ever in it. That's the crazy thing. But, you know, a lot of people's perception now is shifting mm. and our perception creates our reality. Mm. So now maybe their perception is that, yes, it does exist, therefore, they're more keen to being aware of the things that are happening instead of bypassing them and just not even paying attention. Awareness is mm-hmm. everything. It is, right? But I also feel like on the back end of that, it's like because your government has said, yes, they've been, you know, engaging with alien life forms, all of a sudden it's okay for everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like they've got permission from mum or dad instead of, doing it for themselves and going, yeah, actually I did see that red flash or whatever it was in the sky. They're validated. They're validated. Yeah. Like they don't have to think of themselves as crazy. 
and they can admit to themselves that they're seeing it, but how quickly things can shift. And this isn't a one person viewing this, I think was on local news and everything that was happening, but I haven't been checking, but this goes straight into our perception of money. Mm, True. True. What do we, what have we been taught? What do we consider to be true about money? And what if all of a sudden the government changed that perception? Then how would we view it? Because who determines that we're in a recession? Mm. The government and the media. Isn't, um, isn't that like for me, doesn't that just kind of show how much power we do give away though? Because we're allowing like what we see on TV, what we read, what we hear. And if you look at like so many people, are like they jump into that recession proof your business, you know, all these things about this doom and gloom of this recession. But it's like, I just simply choose to not buy into that. Do you know what I mean? Like that's things not are my more, narrative. Right. Well, and things are more expensive at the store. It's a given. And I mean, I do not that I don't feel for the families of four that are spending $400 a week on groceries. Cause that's real. The struggle is real. Like mm. it's true. And I remember how that felt to worry about and penny pinch at the grocery and still leave with a big grocery bill and then just like let the cabinets go um, bare. So I totally understand that. But, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because now I don't worry about it. I went to the grocery store and spent on four bags of groceries, $218, which is steep. That's steep. My, my nephew has three kids and they're all boys and they're all teenagers mm-hmm. And they, he spends probably close to $2,000 a month on groceries because mm. of the recession, right? But isn't our perception, like I didn't stress out about it because I know mm, that's the key difference, in. right? That's the key difference. As in, when I think of recession, I think, oh, that's it. Everything gets tighter. Everything gets smaller, constriction stage. Instead of buying into that, it's like, actually, no, it's okay. Because what does go comes back. Like it's not a, it's it's a very different mindset of I'm losing this instead of almost like I'm investing in my health. I'm investing in, you know what I mean? Like there's a very different perception there. We can also look at, I survived other recessions. I survived Reaganomics, Mm. which is one of the worst catastrophes in u.s history although they say this recession is worse than it has been since the stock market crash way Mm. back in the day and i can see that because people can't afford homes they can't afford their rent and they're not getting paid a living wage like it's just you know that's the beauty about having entrepreneur being an entrepreneur we can open that funnel up But even as entrepreneurs, I've been seeing this and I'd be curious to know if you've seen it. I've seen a couple of eight figure coaches talking about, and they're bro coaches, talking about how nobody's buying high ticket offers. And they're talking about three to $5,000 offers. 
And first perception, because there was one time I thought 5,000 was a high ticket offer. For me personally, I don't see it as a high ticket offer, but I know that a lot of women and that are coming in to work with us do, right? So I see that as a perception, but also they're saying this to people while they're selling high ticket offers and they're basically talking their clients out of buying it. Mm. And I'm like, I don't see that as a problem because there are plenty of us out there that are not struggling in that way. It's like this right. week I sold $2,500 worth of shit offers, <laughs> right? That's not shit, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, um, it's funny. And I feel like, um, a lot of the old, the old coaches, the old ways, the people who are holding on to the old methods of growing your business, scaling your business, marketing and selling in the old dynamics, anyone who's holding on to that, I feel like they are struggling in that, in that way. They're going into an internal panic. Yeah, absolutely. But then on the other hand, I kind of sit there and I go, okay, well, I know people that have had like literally one woman, um, she had $87,000 a day, like just the other week. And it's like, you know, she's in the States. It's like, is she really, um, is, is she's very, um, like us, she's very connected, very woo, very cosmic, um, you know, very connected to herself and, you know, aligns with what she, she does. And she does things kind of like backwards. She does it aligned with herself rather than aligned with what the market says she has to do to sell things. So, you know, I'm like, is it just that old thing? The old ways are really coming down and people are panicking because they don't know what to do because they've never been taught to go from a place of like that knowing that embodiment of who they are and expressing that out into the world. Instead of relying on the system. And even though the women that are listening to this podcast are beginning to know the dynamic of making that switch. It's really hard sometimes because we're so ingrained by this three-dimensional experience Mm. and what we perceive to be true, but breaking those conditionings and those belief systems, like it's okay to see aliens. It's okay to look at your bank account and see $300 in it or $10. You're going to live like, um, Money isn't safety. It never has been. And when we can understand that we've survived worse, there was a time when I was like feeling like my world was falling apart and I didn't have, I don't even remember what I had in the account. I was always current on all of my bills and all this. And I remember telling one of my first coaches, I'm like, the, the credit card debt is atrocious. Mm. And she's like, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I sat there for a moment and I was like, I could claim bankruptcy. What's the worst thing? And so I did two days later, boom, done. Because I talked to a banker and they said, you have immaculate credit but your debt to income ratio is so high that you wouldn't be able to get a loan even if you wanted to. And it's like, so what's the point? Mm. Right. Fast forward 10 years. 
no problems. But you know what? That was a turning point. I didn't mm, want to be one of those catalyst. people. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be one of those people that went through that every seven years, right? I needed to make sure that I changed my perception because I had been in situations not that bad before, but where I had a lot of debt and then I paid it off a lot of debt. And then I paid it off and I'd get lump sums of money. I'm talking big lump sums. Like I'd have an influx of like 80 K and then I would, you know, over the course of a few years and working whatever. And then I'd end up with the credit card debt. This was the most it had ever been. And a majority of it was from uh, surgeries and stuff. But anyway, I was just like, well, what's the worst case? And, but it's like, okay, now I need to change. So I Mm. often talk to women about this. I'm like, what is the debt? Why haven't you considered this? If you're sitting on 150 or 75 or 50K and you don't think you're ever going to be able to pay it off, what is the, what's holding you back? Because we have been shamed around bankruptcy. But you Mm. know what? It's designed for people like that. It was designed for me. Instead of me struggling every month to keep those minimum payments down going, it's designed to give us a second chance. So I was like, that's what it's for. That's what the government gave it to us for. We get to keep our homes. We get to keep our cars. They're not going to like take things. They want us to succeed. But we have been shamed into thinking that it's bad. I think just in general, that pattern of money in, money out is a really, um, people don't really talk about it either because it is such anything with money. People have been conditioned that money, talking about it is a really shameful thing and a guilty thing almost. And then it's like, you know, I know with me that pattern of like get 5K, 5K of unexpected bills will pop up. It's just this money in, money out pattern. And, um, you know, like, there's a lot of times when I felt really shameful about that. Like, oh my gosh, this is, yes. When really, I think a lot of women experience this. Like it's not. Yeah. Look at the numbers. The the statistics prove it. 67% of the population is living paycheck to paycheck. Right. You think that you're alone? You won't believe how many women get into my DMs and tell me about the enormous debt they have. Mm. And I'm not talking about home loans. I'm not talking about an auto loan. I'm talking about credit card, the evil empire. They are absolutely evil. They're all about making money. And that's why they will excuse your debt so quickly so that you can fall back in. Oh, Capital One's great for rebuilding your credit. But if you haven't yeah. changed that internal dialogue and those core level beliefs, guess what? You're going to continue using that and get that balance back up and you won't be able to pay it off. Right. Because it's almost like um, like the quick fix, I guess, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really that quick fix mentality of what's you- going to alleviate a problem right now, the card, what's going to alleviate you can have the best intentions of paying it off, but when you are operating from lack and scarcity on a core level, you will never have the money to do that. And let's go into that, right? Like, because, and I understand this now, but back when I was in that place, like I couldn't see beyond what I could see in my account or beyond what 
you know, I was experiencing in life, which was such a lack and scarcity thing. But then, you know, like what we think about, we bring about, it's like, we're bringing about more lack and scarcity because we're so focused on that survival and everything that I was emitting back then was this fear-based, like really, um, you know, the more that I thought about it, the kind of worse my situation got. And it wasn't about avoiding thinking about it. It was about changing the perception, like you've said, and creating a different narrative or a different story, um, which then eventually started to change where things were going with me. Yeah. You know, it's and really, started to see things. It's it's like you can't avoid it. You cannot bypass mm. it. And when I was really starting this whole journey, that first coach, um, she was like, what are you bypassing? What are you ignoring? And I'm, and here's the thing that I have to be completely honest with. You can't see what you're bypassing. You can't see what you're avoiding. And I would always be like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know what I'm avoiding? And what is bypassing? What does it feel like to bypass your emotions? What does it feel like to, you know, ignore? And this is mm. the thing that a lot of like, woo coaches talk about and I see this and this is one reason why affirmations don't work is because it's a form of bypassing the core level belief system they're trying to move out of it but they're doing more damage than good because they're just like uh I'm just going to tell myself I'm rich I'm rich I'm rich and we'll just hope that everything falls into place I see this all the time. And I had a woman in my DMs yesterday that was like, I'm relying on spirit and I'm just like trusting spirit has it and um, trying to make, you know, trying to hang in there. And it's like, but you still have to take responsibility and do stuff. Like, hmm. do you have a job? Are you looking for a job? Well, I'm really trying to make my business work. This is something that I think, People need to really sit down and understand if you do not have an income coming in, you need to have a job. You need to be able to put food on the table. Growing a business isn't like immediate success, but yet they see these eight figure earners that are like, I made eight, I made 3 million in 18 months. And it's like, that's not the norm. And I can tell you that most of their clients have not done that either. Mm, that's a big thing, right? When you're looking at the coaches and that, look at what their clients are doing. And you'll get the same success stories coming through and through and through. Like we've seen, you know, coaches that we've worked with together, the same stories from the same people are still on repeat because no one else has created substantial results like that. And that I, was back when they were doing closer to one-on-ones than, yeah. you know, group coaching like they're offering now. And I have, um, I have a coach that worked with me that is still using my testimonial Instead of somebody new, <laughs> right? Like, it's... And I'm like curious, like, and I get it. Like, but I'm not saying she's, not, she's using it on her website. I'm saying it, she's posting it in her stories on social media. Oh. Like, wouldn't you be celebrating new people? Yeah. But isn't that, isn't that like, I mean, I guess no one outside of a program, unless they did it with you knows, oh, that's from back then. But but you I know, do. it's yeah, and the exactly. people in and the program know that I'm not in there anymore. Right. And it still has that kind of air of. <sighs> yeah. But for this episode, let's wrap this up and let's talk about the key factors to take away from this. Our perception mm -hmm. creates our reality. 
If you feel like you need to be, be validated or ask permission to create, you're holding yourself back. You don't Absolutely. need permission to see aliens, right? You don't need per- permission to see success or visualize it and know that it's right for you. What's one thing that you want to wrap up for this episode? I just think um, based on what we've talked about, talked about, I think that a lot of it comes from conditioning. And I think that the conditioning itself is taking you away from your true self, which is really you know, an abundant place of, you know, not just money, but an abundance of everything. And I think that, um, like what you said, I think the permission, like give yourself permission because the conditioning is teaching you to go external, which is why when the government says, yeah, we've been dealing with aliens, then all of a sudden everyone starts seeing them and that's okay. But they were still seeing them before they just weren't acknowledging that. So it's like, give yourself the permission. And I think, um, give yourself a bit of grace, during like I'm thinking back to when I was in like the muck of it all give yourself a bit of grace because I was so hard on myself then and I think that by just giving yourself grace and that little bit of room for love I think that um you can kind of open a lot of other doors a lot faster with that kind of energy instead of this hating on myself kind of uh, you know I've stuffed up these kind of things let go of the shame yeah good I hope everyone um, is joining us inside Cash Consciousness, the Money Masterclass that we have going on. If you have not, go to the show notes and get registered today. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. If you love helping others, then please share this via your social media with friends and family. If you found value in it, they will too. Also, if you have questions, I'm here for you. You can email me questions to thecosmicvalkyrie at gmail.com. I might even use one of your questions on future podcast episodes. Also, I do have a personal request. I believe that we are all here to help each other heal, grow, and evolve. So let's help more people. If you would, please leave a nice review on iTunes. It will help the algorithms and I would be forever grateful. And through your assistance, we could transform more lives.